Psachim Perak Yod Mishnah Ches Ten Eight. Ve'ein Maftirin Achar Pesach Afikoman. Maftirin means to part ways. So here we're saying at the end of the Pesach Seder, one shouldn't um, get to the end of the Pesach Seder and then say and call out for Afikoman. Now the word Afikoman here is not referring to what we now. Referred to as Afikoman, the last bit of matzah, the end of the Sudan. No, we're way past that. We're talking about when it's all over, don't call out for Afikoman. Afikoman meaning for bringing out dessert of some kind. In fact, the Gemara suggests that Afikoman is a notricon. It's like a portmanteau of two words squished together, which are like Afiku, means to bring out, Apiku really, mine, different types of, you know, sweets or something like that. So one shouldn't do that because we want that the taste of the the Pesach, when it says Achar Pesach, we mean after eating of the Korban Pesach, that taste should linger in your mouth. Um, that's the reason that the Shulchan Aruch brings, really. Um, and now we are concerned about the taste of the matzah staying in our mouth, and therefore we call the Afikoman that we eat at the end of the Pesach, of the matzah, we could refer to it as Afikoman, as if it's dessert, so to speak. But it's just a borrowed term from here. Now, the truth is, um, there are a few reasons given why you want to not have, I'll call it dessert now, not having dessert after eating your Korban Pesach. The most basic reason is because we want the taste to linger. But there are other reasons given as well, um, among them, that the Pesach, the Korban Pesach is meant to come to be eaten al-hasova, when you're already, you know, no longer especially hungry, so you're eating it like royalty, not eating it because you need food and you're hungry and ravenous, but rather you're eating it to enjoy it per se. Um, and if at the end of your meal you're sort of saying, well, let's have dessert now, it suggests that the meal wasn't satisfying sufficiently and we want the Korban Pesach to have been satisfying. Um, there's another reason given, which is interrelated, which is that we have a special rule, according to many, to eat it a la sova so that people shouldn't come to break the bones, a separate isser. And again, if people are still hungry, they could come to, you know, try looking for the marrow, the delicious marrow left in those bones of the Pesach, which one may not have. So for all those reasons, we don't have afikoman, meaning we don't have dessert or call out for dessert at the end of the at the end of the meal. Um, fascinatingly, the Gemara brings another explanation for the word afikoman, which stands for not afiku or apiku mine, bring out stuff, but rather apiku manaihu, bring out like let's take out our utensils, like like let's take the cups and plates and do um, let's move on to another venue to have our dessert, if you will. Um, that's disallowed because you're not supposed to go to another location, and um, which really um, brings us conceptually to the next point of the part of the Mishnah, which is a new point, um, which talks about falling asleep. Now, don't let me talk about uh, before I go there. Let me, yeah, uh, yes, let me do that. Okay, so we learned before that one is allowed to have two chaburas in like in, in one house. But if you start in one chabur, you can't go to the other chabur. Remember, you said about turning your face, not the waiter not chewing when he's moving, and so on and so forth. So, conceptually, if a person would fall asleep in the middle of his Pesach Seder, and then he wakes up, so there's an argument to be made that it's like a new group being constituted. So, the Mishnah says, Im yashnu miktsasan, if just, uh, the word im isn't there, I'm sorry. Yashnu miktsasan, if some people fell asleep. Yochlu, they can wake up, and that's okay. They'll continue picking up with the Korban Pesach, and that's going to be okay. The integrity of the group hasn't been compromised by individual members falling asleep. Therefore, they just, you know, zoned out, and now they're back in. 
But kulan, if everyone falls asleep at the meal, lo yochlu, when they wake up, they cannot eat from the Korban Pesach because it's like, so to speak, conceptually, like a new chabura being, being constituted here. And that's disallowed. So once everyone falls asleep, then game over. No eating the Korban Pesach anymore. Midirban, of course. Rabbi Yossi Omer, nisnamnu yochlu. He says, if they just dozed off, mitnamne means to doze off, that's to say, you're half asleep. So that that means if someone would talk to you and ask you a question, you would still respond. But, you know, you're you're halfway out. Um, so you can't really think too deeply. Um, but you could, if someone said, are you awake? You would say, yes, I'm awake or something. You'd still be, you know, you're still half there. So that's going to be okay. Yochlu, near demu, but if a person, a tardema is like a deep sleep. So if a person, if the group fell into deep sleep, lo yochlu, then, then, uh, there's no coming back. Now, according to the according to the Bartanura, we mean any individual. Meaning if anyone who dozes off, that's okay. But Rabiosi says anybody who really falls asleep properly, Tardema really falls asleep, so then he's out. He cannot participate anymore. The Rambam learns that we're talking about the whole group, and we're saying if the whole group just dozes off, then everything's gonna be okay. But if everyone falls asleep into a deep sleep, then then, uh, then they cannot resume their eating of the Korban Pesach. The halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, like the Rambam, so that means even if everybody would doze off, um, but just misnam them, misnam them is like, again, they're half awake, that's going to be okay, but if it's Tardema near the Mu, then forget it. They can't, they can't resume. Um, now, as far as our Afikoman goes, which I've hesitated to insert over there, we refer to Afikoman as the last matz we eat at the end of the meal of the Seder. Now, the Shulchan Aruch brings, like most Roshonim, that afikoman is the zecher, it's a reminder of the Korban Pesach, the Kazais of Pesach, the Korban Pesach meat that we eat at the end of the Suda, to be Yotzer Mitzvah of Korban Pesach, and that's why we eat it, and that's how most learn. Interestingly, Rashi and the Rashbam learned that actually the essential mitzvah of Achilles Matzah is occurring with Afikoman. And the reason why is because the proper way to eat Matzah is with the Korban Pesach, which will come later on at the end of the meal. Al Matzos Marom you'll eat the Korban Pesach with the Matzah and the Maror. And therefore, the way to fulfill the mitzvah of Matzah is with the Pesach, Korban Pesach at the end. And as for the bracha you say earlier on, yeah, because we want to say a bracha, we want to say a bracha when you're hungry, but you have in mind when you say the bracha, the, the mitzvahs, al mitzvahs matzah, achilles matzah, um, you're having in mind they're really the, that's like a rishus consumption, but the, that's like a voluntary fuel, but the essential fulfillment of the mitzvah comes at the end. That's Rashi's approach. Um, interestingly, although the Shulchan Aruch really brings the first, um, there are those, including the Magan Avraham, who's probably the heaviest weight amongst the Nosekelim, the Shulchan Aruch, who, who brings, um, like the Maril, that one should actually eat two kazesim at the end, and therefore the lachas we do actually talk eat like a big kazai, so to speak, um, at the end of the Pesach Sereti Dafikomen, um, one kazayas, if you will, as a zecher for the Pesach, and a second kazayas for the kim of the mitzvah of Achilles Matzah on that, on that opinion.